The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey buddies, this week's show is sponsored by The Draft Pod, and The Draft Pod knows how much the Lil Funker loves Wes, so they want everyone else to love Wes too. On this week's episode, The Draft Pod welcomes special guest Wes Allen as he joins the podcast while they draft their favorite romantic comedies of all time. Oh, like while you were sleeping? If you like what you hear, be sure to check out the archives at thedraftpod.com and listen along as they draft their favorite serials, Sugar Smacks, SNL cast members, Maya Rudolph, horror movies, Get Out, and even our own wrestling factions, The Shield. And unlike Nathan's Wrestling Review, The Draft Pod can be found on iTunes and Stitcher. Boom. So hit that subscribe button, leave them a five-star review, and follow them on Twitter over at at thedraftpod for all the updates. I got three words for you. Love you, Wes! Hey, buddies. Hey, buddies. Tis I, Marty. And I'm here, too. It's Sarah Shockey. Oh, man, you threw me off on that one. <laughs> and it's Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, live on the MLW Radio Network. Uh, we're joined today by two guests in the studio. They're uh, both of our cats precariously sitting on the bed. Let's hope calamity doesn't strike. Oh, man. If we have to start over, we have to start over. But both <laughs> uh, DJ and Peter are on the bed right now with us. And uh, if we sound preoccupied, that's because uh, one or both of them are being dicks. Yeah, trying to uh, bite the cord, stop the recording. But you know what? That's not what We're it's all about. We're strong because we pull through. Sarah, I uh, want to thank all the new buddies out there who are listening for the first time. If you're listening for the first time, you're officially a buddy. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. It's that simple. Yeah. If, if you are new to this podcast, please go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. We love it. You checked out those reviews lately? I haven't. Me neither. I'm ready to maybe- I'm ready to dive back ready in. Ready to maybe check it out. Yeah. Also, if you ever want to get a hold of us, there's two ways to do it. There's so many ways to do it. Two. Look at me. Like two, I'm new. two ways that you deal with. Two official ways. Uh-huh. Uh, first of all, we have an email address because- mm-hmm. You know, we're doing okay here. We're doing all right. Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling at gmail.com. That is Sarah with an H. Yes. Also, if you go to Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling.com, there all is. All these ands are spelled out, yeah. Andy. Yeah. There's a special section where you can leave us some comments and stuff like that. Those are the two that you deal with. Yes. What do you deal with? I deal with Facebook. Yes. Facebook Messenger. Yes. Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Just yes. find us and then you can message through that page. All right. Twitter all right. at Marty Sarah Pod. Instagram at Ooh. Marty Sarah Pod. Damn. And, um,. Oh, I have the Patreon email address. There you go. If you're a Patreon person, you got a direct line. A patron. To a patron of the arts. <laughs> a Patreon person. A Patreon person. And then you condense that as patron. Sure. Um, you can get to me at patreonbuddy at gmail.com. And if you have Ooh. questions or you want to know about the different levels or anything like that, it's not just for people who already no. donate. Ask ask away. We got the first wave of uh, gifts out to our patrons. And it's Our fun. Patreon people. It's fun getting. Uh, I, I like when people tweeted us uh, or whatever at us mm-hmm. on social media. Uh, they got the Tag whole package us. all all spread out, and they take a photo of it. Yeah, that feels great. Uh, that was very because cool. we miss them when we send something out. We miss them. Yeah, in the packs that we were sending out to buddies, um, and that's at the top tier level. Mm-hmm. They get all kinds of stuff. Some of it's like our own wrestling memorabilia. Yeah, like, it's crazy. You know, and it's so fun. And I, I hope they all. Uh, enjoy. enjoy their new homes, mm-hmm. and I got a whole fun little pile of stuff to throw on for the next rounds. Yeah. Also, this was very cool. One of our buddies, Mike, his mail carrier wrote a note on his package. Because it had a Marty and Sarah sticker. Yeah, it has a sticker, and it's got our address, and it says, you know, from Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
his mailman put a post-it on it, and it said, great taste in podcasts, buddy. And then a stick figure with a two-sweet. How do you like that? I loved it. That's that's, uh, Hey, shout out to, if you're the mail carrier who did that, like... Hit us up. Hit us up, man. We'll send you your own sticker. We'll send you something else. We'll have someone else deliver it to you because you deliver so much to so many. You deserve a break today. What was that one? Kit Kat? Yeah, or McDonald's. You deserve a break today? Yeah. I don't know. It's a 90s commercial. Sing it for everybody so they'll Well, I got us. the tune a little wrong, but it was like, you deserve a break today, today, okay. today. I can't get the today yeah. right. Yeah. When I listen to... Um, between the Sheets, which is a podcast that uh, we are a patron of. Mm-hmm. A Patreon person supporter we are a, of. A, a patron of. <laughs> Ooh, you're going to just. <laughs> Boy, that really drives Ooh, you man, crazy, it's huh? It's just like not the right way to say it. No, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. ATM machine. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, whatever year they're doing, they play commercials from that year. I love that. And not only do they have like great uh, Chris Zellner of the, of the uh, uh, Between the Sheets podcast curates these commercials. Mm-hmm. And he always does like he'll do like McDonald's commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in the '90s, there's a lot of 1-800 Collect commercials, which are very and 1-800 C A L L A T T. And he did a fun thing where he'll start the commercial break sometimes with like the movie. Remember the movie of the week was like a big deal, mm-hmm. and it'll be like we'll be back with more like you know Sarah's Journey starring Sarah Shockey on the NBC Monday Night Movie of the Week, and then now back to they, he like bookmarks them with those. Oh, I love I that. like it, and I love hearing those old commercials when you hear some of those songs. I and like some, the um, I have a Christmas tape. Yeah, and there's a really good one of Who's that kid with the Oreo cookie? Oh, da, 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 da. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Sarah, obviously. Uh, we got to get into it. The big news this week, and it should come as no surprise to anybody. Uh, Chris Jericho added again with his cruise. <laughs> well, oh, that's another thing too. Yeah, uh, Chris Jericho announced uh, joining Chris, uh, Cole Cabana, and myself. <laughs> uh, will be uh, Cody. Who's your fourth? <laughs> uh, Cody and fifth, and uh, and uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Ken, maybe Kenny will bring a bushy as his plus one. Kenneth, have you seen my oh Mega Man? It's right here. I'm sorry I asked. Uh, so that'll be cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just gonna be so fun. Did um, Nathan buy a ticket to that? Do you know? No, he's waiting for his press credentials. He said. Oh, okay. Mm. And then I said, well, we wait I said, time? you're gonna have to have a passport. And he just went, oh, there's got to be an easier way, and walked away. Do you have to have a passport for that? Sure, we're going uh, out of the country. Where are you going? I guess it's kind of considered Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, good thing that passport documents got That's shipped right. off last week. That's right. With the, with the Patreon packages, our passports went out too to be returned, refreshed and renewed. That is. But what very was the big true. news you were going to say a minute ago before I well, swooped in? I was going to be silly, uh-huh. and I was going to say the big news of this week was the uh, Twitter beef between uh, Mandy Rose and NXT's uh, <laughs> Bianca Belair. But yeah. you, you, you got you got your joke in there. I raised you up. <laughs> Um, um, you know what? What? Out of those two, who do you think would win a hair whipping contest? Uh, I've seen what Bianca Belair can do with that hair. I know. Also, and, and am, I, am I reading, am I being, maybe I'm being oversensitive. Okay. Um, but some of the tweets were a little like, well, my hair's real and this and that or whatever. Ew. And it's like, are we going to be doing that? 
And also, like... Black Panther just came out, okay? Yeah, let's, like... Maybe we just... Maybe we we sit this one out, white people on Twitter. Yeah, maybe... (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to be, like, a a, a little snowflakey flake, but... Becky with the sensitive hair. To me, it just seemed like a weird, like... And it's also, like, her gimmick is, like, she hits people with her hair, and it's awesome. Right, So, like... And then then maybe they're all friends, and they're... Maybe they're all friends and being silly, but when Mandy, one of her tweets was, like, honey... Uh, I don't need to buy an all-caps fake piece of hair to use it as a weapon. I was like, now we're getting... See, I feel like if it were somebody else who also wears a weave that could kind of lightheartedly call them out, that would be, like, a fun... Yeah. But, like, honey... It got a little... And then... That's, uh, it's yucky. Montez Ford from the Street Profits got involved in Goldust, and it was just like... Ah, gah, 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 gah. Yeah. It, it just got a little weird. But that's not the big news. I have to say, the big news of the week is everybody kind of went crazy over at least the beginning of Raw. Yeah. Monday Night Rollins, as it's being referred to. It felt so good to watch. It felt so different to watch. Uh, well, first of all, it felt different because there's a Roku in the bedroom now. Yes. And I was do- organizing the bedroom, which mm-hmm. I, I never get to futz around the bedroom during Raw and SmackDown because I'm usually in the living room. Yes. I'm futzing out there. But I like stopped what I was doing and came in and sat down and was just like glued to the screen the whole time Rollins was on there. Yeah, I had to uh, teach class. I had to teach a class that night, so I was not able to watch. But uh, I got a couple text messages, and again, this is how I always know, and I'm sure everybody knows when you're missing something good, it's when you get those text messages of like, "Are you watching this? Are you watching this?" Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And uh, and then I just kept seeing Rollins on Twitter, Rollins, 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 and. Uh, he fucking crushed it. Man, it was cool. It was interesting. It was long. That was a long It match. was long, but I liked the change of pace because I'm used to the rhythm of Raw. Yeah. And it was weird to have that like amazing gauntlet and mm-hmm. then have Raw just go back to normal. Like It did. It was kind of like It was huh, weird. Now we gotta get back to normal. Yeah. What when um when I was watching it, they were doing a lot of crowd reaction shots when Especially when uh, when Cena was kicking, when Seth kicked out of like some of Cena's stuff, and they were showing like the crowd being like, "Oh man!" What I just remember is like the pops were so hot. It where was, I was great. Just like, oh, and it was so cool. Vegas, because, right? Yeah, there were. I Vegas believe, was a hotter crowd than Phoenix. Yes, I believe so. Uh, there was a little boy who was just so into it, and I was like. Oh man, what a great raw! Because I've been to some raws that were so boring. Mm-hmm. I was at the raw at the Allstate Arena where Roman was cutting the promo, and he's like, "This is real life," and everyone was just shitting all over it. And he's I like, was at a raw where the main event was um, Big Show and Roman. Yeah, and it was just kind of like I mean, the so, crowd got into it, but it was like that's you. This is your only. We're not giving you a choice no, of something else. This was like you got a pay per view quality. Surpri- level of a surprise paper and it was a surprise one and they just went right into it and, it was and imagine fun. being like a young kid where the wrestlers are still kind of immortal to you and yes. then to see something that good where you're like you know what i really do think that these two men are gods it was a lot for i'm sure some little little boys and girls out there to handle with roman and cena getting beat some little boys went home and put on their mom's swimsuits and avenged <laughs> yeah. the loss well it was funny too because they kind of used a smaller amount of wrestlers because with the Gauntlet yeah, match. We didn't see so many. It was the gauntlet match, and I remember Little Boy Marty used to have this scenario. Mm-hmm. And I, would, I would do it all when I would be in school. In my head, I would be doing the whole promo where it would, especially when it would snow out. This was Little Boy Marty's big move when it would snow out. Uh, I would pretend that a lot of the wrestlers didn't make it, 
Uh, so there was only a handful of wrestlers. Mm-hmm, so some mm-hmm. other wrestlers had to team up with other wrestlers, or they had to wrestle we don't multiple work times. Together. Ooh, it was fun. I like that. And that reminded me of that. Where it was just kind of like, we got these guys, and here's what's going to happen. Hopefully, there's something about making do in the snow. Yeah, is Seth sort of renewed for you now lately with the curb stomp back and this curb stomp? I don't care. You don't care about the curb. I think it's. I think it's huge. Mm-mm. I'm going to say, I think that's even bigger than. Maybe his performance in this match. I think it's really? pumped new life back into him. I feel like there was never like it's one of those things where I'm aware that someone like him mm-hmm. and like Cesaro, I'm like they're always good. Like they're always up there. Because after I remember his match at WrestleMania was one of my favorites. What if they would have said, you know what, this match is so fun. Fuck it, Cesaro, you're in here too. I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they say, they say, fuck it. Let's uh, let's bring in all our favorites. Yeah. Let's bring in Apollo Cruz right when he first started. You're not allowed to call him that anymore. Apollo it's only. Just Apollo. Apollo, you know who I mean. It feels weird to just say Apollo because it it's like, like you're, you're talking about the moon. Apollo. Landing? Apollo. Hmm? Okay. Apollo, what'd you say? Uh, Michael Cole said Apollo Cruz. And then you could tell either he was paying penance to Vince or he was just like trying to get it himself. And he was like, Apollo, Apollo, Apollo. He just kept saying Apollo 8 million times. Oh, no. Apollo Cruz on by. Ooh. Nothing to see here. That's how you fix it. Yeah. Apollo Cruz. Their weight action is on 205 Live. Oh. <laughs> um, what were you going to say about Seth now? Uh, Just that like it's that kind of thing where I know that there's nothing defective in Seth himself. Yeah. But it's great to see them be like, oh, yeah, this guy's awesome. They yeah. do it occasionally with Finn. Yeah. They're trying to do it with Dolph, but. Well, we'll get to Dolph later on. Yeah. I don't, our, I don't feel it. Smackdown section of the show. Um, but I thought it was very interesting. Um, what did know. you think of my boy? I thought Finn, Finn? W- was great. I would have loved to have Finn been the one who took Rollins out. I was thinking the same thing. Or, you know, honestly, yeah. I would have let my boy be sacrificed to get Seth all the way to Braun. Wow. And by the time he gets there, he's just out of gas, coughing on the doorsteps, and he just falls over and Braun's like, well, I guess my work's easy tonight. Mrs. B, do you have any uh, favorite TV shows you've been watching lately? You know, it's crazy that you ask me about that because I've been watching a lot of uh, Find It, Fix It, Flog It on net. Oh, wow. And I think that it's made me sound a bit more like Jimma. <laughs> I think so. You know, me and Sarah watch that all the time, too. Oh, what a nice we, show. We plowed through Queer Eye. Of course you did. And then we thought... Oh, Anthony. And then we thought, what a nice show. I wish there was something else. And then I look on there, and it says, hey, if you like this, you might like this. We watched it. We fell in love with it instantly. Oh, it's so great. It's basically low stakes, but high <laughs> commitment. Yes. You know, these nice men, yeah. they each pick out four items from random garages across yeah. the beautiful UK countryside as well as other surrounding European countries, I assume. Yeah. Are they all British? I, I don't know. I don't know. Scottish? I don't know, but I like it. Yeah, it's fun. And they restore objects and they sell them and then give the money to the people who donated the items. Yeah. It's just nice. <laughs> it is just nice. Sometimes I tell Finn, you know, I say, I know it gets frustrating you know, you're trying to balance out your weight and, mm-hmm. you know, if you're over or not and stuff like that. I say, remember <laughs> to enjoy yourself. Yeah. You know? What's the meaning of life if you don't enjoy it? I make my husband and I, I take two big sourdough circles and I cut them open oh, and I fill boy. them up with tender beef stew. Oh. You know, like the sirloin burger or like oh, the steak yeah. and potato. Yeah. You know, I just like the Campbell's, but I make them from scratch <gasps> in the crock pot. Wow. And then we have a uh, Craftmatic adjustable bed, <laughs> and we just click it up a few notches so we're sitting up. We don't spill wow. soup, 
And we just watch our favorite shows. I love it. I'm just telling you, if that sounded good to you right yeah. now, if that struck a card with oh, you. it did. It did struck a card. Struck a card with you. Sure then did. you know what? Go ahead and treat yourself tonight. Yeah. And I'm going to go treat myself to a nice heavy bread pudding. Oh, there you go. I'll see you later, Marty. All right, bye, Mrs. I'll B. tell Finn you said hi. Absolutely. He's building a Lego uh, Wakanda. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, he's got all the figs. I love Lots it. Lots of custom figs. Yeah. Yeah, just all like right. the edge of the water where they fight. I hear No ya. spoilers. Yeah, no, no, no spoilers. All right, see no, you later, fine. Marty. All bye, right. Sarah. Bye, Mrs. B. Okay. Uh, Sarah, I guess we should do, since Elimination Chamber is this Sunday, uh, let's just handle the big two matches, the big Elimination Chamber matches. Yes. And let's do our patented. The men's and women's. Let's do our patented Sarah Shockey. Who, who do you want, want to win? win? Again, this is not who Sarah thinks will win <laughs> or should win. Because that stresses me out. This is simply who she wants, wants to, to win. win. So, Sarah, in the men's Elimination Chamber match, seven men. Going to start off with three, and then we'll have four men in the pod. The Miz will start Wouldn't off. Wouldn't it be funny if... um. In the beginning, when they're doing all the matches to decide order and everything, like something fucked up, and then like you know they have to have like a couple guys share one. Oh, that would be funny. You know, guys, we need to share. Heath one. Slater has like, sorry. Um, I'm gonna predict this that mm-hmm. Elias will somehow sneak his guitar in his pod, and they'll be like, he's got his guitar in there. I think he's gonna. I think it'll be in there. I think it'd be nice if he plays it while the. Well, the match oh, is going. Oh, dum, that's ding, fun. Ding, dum, dum, ding, He's strumming in there. Yeah, they have it mic'd. All right, so for the men's match, you've got Roman. Mm-hmm. You've got Seth. Mm-hmm. John Cena. Who? This one guy, John Cena. <laughs> the Miz. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Elias and Finn. Sarah Shockey, who do you want to win? Seth. You want Seth to You got Seth Fever, huh? I got Seth Fever. Okay. Um, Just because he's... He's an underdog, and yeah. he's coming back. And yeah. I think that out of the unpredictables, yes. he would be the best. Yeah. Who do I think will win? Yeah. Brad. Hey, Brad. Oh, no. Brad, what are you doing here? I just came out to say Elimination Chambers. You like the Elimination Chamber concept? We, we have it on my pianet. Oh, we have it on your pianet? What's yeah. it called? The Gadrimidation Scanet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> The Elimination Scanet Chamber. Yeah. Who yeah. do you think's going to win, Brad? Um, fucking The Miz, <laughs> The Miz is going to win? It's interesting. I wouldn't take you for a Miz fan, but I guess... I, I didn't guess say are. I was a fan. Oh, you just, that's who you think's going to win? I think he should win because what a better way to set an example for his new baby <laughs> than to say, the last thing I did after I made your mother pregnant was I... Won the elimination chamber. Yeah. And like you, I came out of my pod victorious. Oh, you see? I see where you were going you there. See? I do. I do see, Brad. You see? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. You're in a good mood tonight. Yeah, I've just been partying. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a thing where we, if, whatever, like if you drink in Sarah's stomach, does she feel it? Yeah. So I throw my hands up over the bay and the butterflies fly away. Party in the USA. Oh, yeah. By Briley Scryrus. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. You can have a party for the Elimination Scrambers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably. Some friends over. Yeah. Sarah's going to be flying back from North Carolina. It's going to miss about an hour Yeah. Of well, she better she better get Stupid. home quick. Yeah, it's her. She snoozes, she loses. Stupid. Maybe she can watch it on the plane. Yeah, sometimes those planes, they'd be like, 
We're not going to give you this, but then they give you it. Yeah, well, if they have Wi-Fi and she brings her iPad on there, she can watch it on the network. Ah, shit. That's pretty. That's kind of luxurious. I like that iPad. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. What do you? What websites do you go on? I go. Uh, I downloaded Day of the Tentacle. Day of the Tentacle? Yeah, it's an old game. Oh, cool. Lucas Arts. Yeah. In the nineties. Oh fuck yeah! It's like a time jump. Click, yeah. Point click adventure. Oh, I like those. Sam and Max hit the road. Okay. Indiana Jones. Oh, cool. I gotta get the fuck out. Yeah. Of here. Can you bring Sarah back? She looks like she's convulsing. Whatever. All right. Thanks, hey. Brad. Yeah. Peace out. Peace out, Brad. Peace out, you handsome piece of shit. Oh, get out of here, Brad. Uh, where were we in the... Anyway, Sarah. Where were we and who do you want to win? Yeah, well, I'm going to announce the women um, because it is going to be the first ever women's uh, elimination chamber. <laughs> How long have we been saying women like I that? I don't know, for a while. Mm. Um, we've got the champ, Alexa Bliss, and she is defending her title against Mickey James. Bailey, Sasha Banks, uh, the aforementioned Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. You know who I want to win? Sonya Deville. Yeah. Thirsty ass motherfucker. You know what, though? What? What a statement to make to be like, to separate her from her triplets. Yes. It would be um, winner of this goes on to take on Asuka and maybe Naya. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I would assume it's just going to be Asuka. Uh, who do you want to win this match? Her, out of who? Um, I mean, out of this women's... You do want Sonya to yeah, win. Yeah, I do. Your, oh, I think okay, that would okay. be awesome. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. Who do you want to win? I mean, I think it would be very interesting if, like, uh, a Bailey or uh, Sasha won it. Let me ask you this. Yes, go who ahead. Who do you want to win... That's why I'm here. ...a date with? Um, If I could win a date with anyone on there, mm-hmm. um, I'd, I'd, you know... Alexa, see what's up with her. Maybe. See what's going on. See what's shaking with her. Ask her about her relationship. Well, based you know, on Total Divas. He's on the the two hundred five live now. And he's is doing he? Great. Uh, is he in the? Is, he's in the hunt. He's in the tournament. He but won is his match. he of the right? He seems beefier. He lost the weight. He looks shredded as fuck. He's two hundred four poor. He's basically two hundred four and uh, and change. Some people are calling it two hundred three t he he. Why? They're going to make it like a couple pounds lower and then kind of like a forest-themed magical garden where you come in and it's like, we're going to wrestle now. And it's like, guys, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't think so. Uh, I do. I am very curious to see what they do for the women's match matchups at mm-hmm. Mania with Asuka because I think they've kind of booked themselves into a bit of a corner. So I'm curious to see how they figure it out. Also, and this is another big one. Uh, I don't know if they were in Vegas because they're going to be in Vegas for this pay-per-view unless they're sticking around there. If Raw was in Vegas on Monday, I'm not sure. I thought it was. Because you might have heard Vegas because. I might have heard Vegas and then just assigned it to be Vegas. Because they're going to be there. But they were in Phoenix. Ah, Who knows? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We mess stuff up sometimes. and that's It's not where you are. It's who you are. And where you're going. Yes. Anyway, the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view will be coming to you live from Las Vegas. And Ronda Rousey is going to sign her raw contract in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Does she get booed at all? Well, it depends on who's there and who's mad at her. Well, I'm pretty sure they'll bring out Steph to make it where you definitely want to cheer Ronda and boo Steph. Or maybe they boo both of them. Or what they could do is be like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Trish Stratus to <laughs> shake her hand, everybody, and say that she's good because that's how we get uh, people over. Wanna, it's funny you say that because back in the day, uh, that's what they did with Hulk Hogan. Bob Beckler brought him out and kind of endorsed him, and the announcers just went, he's a good guy now. That was how they kind of like 
turned Hogan and made it seem like he's a. They literally said he's a good guy now. Does, is that an easy switch to make for you? Well, back in the day, it was a little easier to turn a guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just say it and it's true. Say it and. Roman is good. We like him. Guy's right. Yeah. Don't we all? Remember mm. how mad The Rock got when oh, that didn't work? Oh, man. Unbelievable. Um, also, over on the SmackDown side of things, um, like you said, we're able to watch SmackDown in our bedroom as well. We're just <laughs> laying around watching wrestling. It's fun. It's fun. Get on board. Uh, what do you think of Dolph's new haircut? Oh, no. <laughs> he's So he's going like mildly brunette. Yeah. And then he's still got that ramen noodle effect. Yeah. He's still got blonde highlights. He has like little shaggy bangs, bangs now. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. And like when you come out, you're kind of like, okay. And then as he wrestles, it just gets bigger and bigger. And it's just like, oh, buddy. Hey, Thera. Yeah, Ryback. What did you do? You, do you think that uh, Dolph's hair looks silly? Yes, I do. I told him he sent me a picture. He was at Sport Sport Clips and got it done. Yeah. And then sent it Is to me. Is Sport Clips the one where you sit in bleachers and then yeah. the women, when they cut your hair, they kind of like rub their breasts have, like, on your back? Little ref jerseys. Yeah. And I like it. And then they use a massager on mm-hmm. your on the back of your neck for like two minutes. Like an electric one? Yeah. And they call it the VIP. Ooh. Yeah. Little Sarah would have probably liked that massager. <laughs> Yeah, Big Sarah might like it. I don't know. Hey yo, hey yo. I don't know what's up. What's up? What's up? Anyway, how you doing? Uh, I feel a little. Did you sell your um, singlet that you and CM Punk? No, I'm still sitting match? on it. I'm well. I'm ready to cut some prices. I'm 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 slashing prices over here. You know how they had the President's Day sales. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cutting prices like I'm a freaking president over here. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to set this singlet free. Oh, no. No, no. no. Should I not do that? No, no one should do that. Oh, anyway. Um, you, I haven't seen you booked yeah. on that many local indie shows. Yeah, I've been taking it easy. I'm just kind of uh, chilling out. Because you seem like Tennille's been on everything. Yeah, Tennille's on everything. Yeah, she's going to Ohio. Yeah, she's well, going to uh, AIW, Milwaukee. give me a call. Millie Walkay, give me a call. Did you work with them before? When you were on your title run where you stole everybody's titles and then never came <laughs> yeah. back, how did that go? Not good. I'm getting a lot of uh, uh, unanswered emails and mm-hmm, phone calls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just want to go out there. Who knows? Maybe I'll be at WrestleCon and everyone will put me on their show. Oh, it's God. Remember very, when you were at WrestleCon last year and it stressed me out? It's very inexpensive to have me on the show. Mm-hmm. It's literally... PayPal me only a couple grand and I'm I'm there. That's a lot of money. I'm ready to go, baby. That's a lot of money. And I need a first class ticket and a nice hotel room. And if people come up and talk to you at your table, you can yell at them. Yeah, I'll yell at them. I'll call them fucking marks and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna go out on Bourbon Street? Oh yeah. I love Bourbon Street. Yeah? What yeah. do you like best? Do you like the ghosts or the jazz? Oh, I like the women. Yeah, I like to just walk around and raid them. They walk by. No. Like, mm, face seven by the eight. No. You know? yeah. Are you bringing your lady along? Who's my lady? You can't tie me down. I thought every podcast duo that was a man and a woman had to date. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, me and Phoenix Marie. Yeah. I don't How's know. that going? A lot of people are saying there's some sparks. Are they? No, I just made that up. Oh. Yeah. They like, say we should ask Noah. Most, mostly they go, where's Pat? Aww. And I go, I don't know. He still owes me millions of dollars for my, my iTunes check. I don't think there's an iTunes yeah, check. Yeah, it's my iTunes check. 
I got to tell you something. What? I don't know that the industry that produces podcasts yeah? is making a crazy amount of money. Really? But that's just a hunch I have hmm. based on some experience. So you think maybe I'm going to have to start wrestling all the time again? I think you should start a YouTube channel and monetize it. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. What do you have an idea? Um, you could do like, uh, uh, the big guy at a bunch of different, like, okay, we're getting in the warm weather. Okay. Um, the big guy rates state fairs. Oh, okay. And then you go to the state fairs and you have a booth, but also you ride rides and mm. you, oh, this one's got the best funnel cake. I mean, I think people would like that. Yeah. Feed me more carnival fun. Feed me more carnival fun. Could I do a movie podcast called Feed Me Movies? Yeah, you could do something like that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Feed Me Movies. I'm your host, Ryback. But I just think you should do like uh, do a YouTube channel. Yeah, this will be my YouTube. So, you should call it a podcast, so here, didn't you? Here, pretend, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm so just here, trying to help you. Pretend you just logged onto YouTube. Okay. Dun-dun. That's Netflix. <laughs> Dingus. Okay. A YouTube doesn't have a noise. No. So pretend you're... But... Take yourself through the thought pattern. I want to okay. hear you think about what you're looking at. Ah, here are my recommended videos on YouTube. It's mostly satisfying videos set to trendy music. Scroll down, Vine compilation. Scroll down. Uh, hey, what are all these reviews of leather boots doing in this whole set of channels? Must be somebody else has watched my YouTube lately. <laughs> I'll go to the search bar. Movie reviews. Type, type, type. Ah, oh, Feed Me Movies. Looks like the big guy did a review of Black Panther this week. And click. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Ryback, and you clicked on Feed Me More Movies. Or Feed Me Movies. F feed Me More Movies? What should I say? Feed Me More Movies. Feed Me More Movies. Anyway, I'm your host, Ryback, and I just saw Black Panther. And man, oh man, I liked it a lot. But I thought that Black Panther was kind of little, and I thought they could have gotten a bigger guy to have played him. Like, he was kind of little. Uh, like, he probably isn't even 205 pounds. So he's like a cruiserweight or less than, as I call them. Okay. And um, anyway, it was cool, and it was fun, and I might get, like, a Black Panther singlet. And then, like, if I wrestle some more, people will be like, oh, yeah, I like Would the that. singlet have a tail? No. Trick question. You're doing a YouTube video. You yeah. can't hear me. Save it for the comments, ding dong. <laughs> anyway, um, I liked it, and uh, I thought Black Panther was cool because John Cena wasn't on there to hold him down, so he got to be the star of the movie. Because mm -hmm. every time I watch a movie, I'm like just waiting for Cena to come in and be like, I'm the star of this movie. Does it he make really, you jealous? Yeah, he really bummed me out at the end of Daddy's Home. I, mm -hmm. I was just loving it. Me and Ziggler <laughs> just got a, a couple uh, burritos. Did it really take the local. air out of a room? And I said, man, Dolph, I really... I really enjoyed this movie. And then at the end, goddamn Cena shows up and just soured everything. Do you guys kind of get quiet and then just finish watching the movie and like, well, better go home. I turned it off and Dolph goes, I got a Bumble date with a porn star. I got to go. Oh, man. I said, Ooh, the shit nice to know porn stars are on Bumble. It really is because they get to choose. Mm -hmm. I like that. Do they choose you? Every once in a while. Nice. Even the broken clocks, right? Twice a day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah. Well, it's been real fun being here, but um, I got to get out of here. All right. I have to update my hey, Bumble profile. Behave. I'm trying my best. Don't call porn stars broken clocks. No, I did not mean that. <laughs> I did not. I did not. And movie reference.
All right, there goes the big guy. I'll be subscribing to that movie channel. I yeah, think that's, uh, you subscribe to everything, though. You're I, n- you're nice. I don't subscribe to everything. Um, also, I forgot to mention this before we got cut off talking about Dolph's hair with old old Ryby. Um, I don't know. I, there were things I liked about SmackDown. Those graphics still got to go. <laughs> they still got to go. I fucking hate those graphics. Which what drives you the most crazy? When they're like, I'm fierce, and it shows fierce, and I'm strong, and it's strong. strong. It's like, you just don't do that. And it's like, we're not idiots. Yeah. The only time it's appropriate is follow the bouncing ball for Rusev songs. Well, that's awesome. Speaking of Rusev, two weeks in a row, no Rusev on SmackDown. Come on. Like, and like, this is Aiden not... English is really putting in the work on Twitter and being like, what does Rusev Day mean to you? I know. And Rusev tweeted... Uh, in case you missed us the past two weeks on SmackDown Live, here we are. Your chants are duly noted. That's nice. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, everyone fucking wants him. What is it that like makes them so mad about when it's not their idea for someone to go over? I like, wouldn't you embrace that? I just, I don't know. And you it's... can't like find twenty dollars on the ground and be like, it's the wrong twenty dollars. I'd rather use the twenty dollars in my bank account. <sighs> it's so weird. You got it's this guy so who should have been a gigantic star who should have tore through almost everybody in the rumble remember when like every he was like for a second he was like the oscar of bulgaria for a second (laughs) for a second he was i loved it it's gonna suck when oscar loses and then just is like well then sometimes she wins and sometimes she loses do you think once she does lose yeah it'll be like it'll be like oh now she can be like oh my god dana brooke beat oscar she must be having a time um anyway i don't know i'll be more optimistic i don't know Anyway, I'll see it when I believe it. Okay, I like that. That's what you say sometimes. I'll see it when I believe it. Yeah, I'll instead be- of oh, I'll believe it when I see it. Do I? Yeah. Oh no. I like it. I always, uh, when I'm talking wrestling uh, with my friend Rudy, a lot of times I'll mess up and I'll be like, "Yeah, Triple H was there, Hunter was there, in the match, or whatever." I always say people's names like wrong. I'll, I'll, eh, you know. What, what are you supposed to say? Two different wrestlers. I'll be saying the same wrestler, but oh, twice. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I see like, what you're saying. You know. That's hard on commentary sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of commentary, I did a little commentary this weekend. You did. For IW here in Chicago. and I um, did a little backstaging. You did? Who'd you interview? Uh, MJF a couple times. Okay. He's a bad boy. He is a bad boy. Uh, his whole thing is he's better than you. Yeah. Um, and then also he called me Tits McGee. Okay, MJF. We, we didn't like use that. the promo uh, and he got in a little trubby with Dr. Keith, and, ah. uh, which is kind of nice. I like yeah. uh, I like it. Hey, let's think about this. It is very funny because I saw in AIW Colt's going to be wrestling him and Colt tweeted out 2018 Colt Cabana versus 2008 Colt Cabana. Oh, that's and really funny. And if you think funny. about it yeah. and the hair and everything, it's like, okay, very interesting. Um, I did a really fun promo with the besties in the world and yeah. Scarlett. There you go. Uh, they have this like fun, you, me, and Dupree kind of an angle going right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. That's what you've called it. The you, me, and Dupree angle. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, it was the big Naido show in, a, in AAW. A big here surprise in mystery show. Well, yeah, and there was one mystery. They brought Elgin back to the chagrin of just about everybody at the show. I have never seen a show go from like that much top-notch fun to yeah. like... Yeah. Well, it was like everyone wasn't sure what to do. No, like they were chanting. Because he was at the, uh, I believe it was the Rockstar Pro show the night before. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a... Heads up a couple hours before the show that he was going to be there. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. Uh, when he came out, the crowd was not into it. Did I at wear all. a black dress to subtly times up myself? Wow. Yes, I did. I wasn't into it. Um, 
it the was, crowd wasn't into it. A lot of people were upset. Um, I don't know. And since then, AW and Danny have tweeted like, "Hey, we're not going to use them anymore. We needed to because of yeah. the good idea." God, there was a moment where uh, Elgin uh, wrestled right before intermission. And then uh, they announce over the over the PA like, please tweet about this, <laughs> and we were all going, no, no, no. you don't, nah. So we'll see. Um, um, hopefully, Naito was very very fun. That's what I was going to say. Onto the more uh, oh my god, he was fun, fun part of the day. He comes in to the ring. Yes. He makes Lockport Joe one of our favorite refs in the Lockport whole world. Lockport Joe, a.k.a. Joe Tippett, uh, who is the uh, uh, senior official for AAW. He's, he's a senior so, official. He's, he's not, so he good at be. what he does. He's my senior official. And mine. Yes. Um, Naito is indicating, like, hold the ropes. Yes. And then everything that he does, he's like, higher, higher. Hi- and, oh, like, yeah. He's just putting all his weight down. Yes. And then after, like, a good, probably, like, minute. Mm-hmm. Naito just is like, meh, and scrumbles under yeah, the bottom rope. And he bottom rolls. Rope. Like, it was like, yep. it's beautiful. It was fun. Good he gets shtick. a chair. He sits in the middle of the ring. It was fun watching him before the show. Again, there's this thing with these new Japan guys, man. They just have that, like, aura around them. Here's a weird thing. What? I felt two or three times during the match, like, before, during, and after, that Naito and I made direct eye contact. Oh, yeah. But I had a theory. I think that. Many, many people in the audience Thought felt that. this way. Sure. And I asked my friend Spencer, mm-hmm. and he was like, yes, I felt. And he was on the other <laughs> side, yeah, like, on, on the, the stage. stage. Yeah. And then I think, and you guys can tweet at us and confirm or deny this, but, mm-hmm. like, I think there's something special about him where he makes every audience member feel like it's their special moment. Wow. Very so, cool. So, I don't know. But it was, like, what a quality to yeah. have. Like, what a thing that you could never explain how to do for somebody. Yeah. Well, do you think gave... you have that quality when you do stand-up? Oh, stop it. <laughs> I think he gave uh, Lockport Joe a couple special moments. Joe was his driver <laughs> in Chicago. Joe drove NATO all over Chicago. What a privilege. We had he a, must be the senior official. He must be. We had a big old snowstorm. Oh, yeah. And uh, some of his highlights. beautiful. Some of his highlights. Uh, he gave us a little inside interview about mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the NATO uh, situation or, or pairing or whatever. Um he asked him if there's many pizza houses in Chicago. Pizza houses. Pizza houses. I said here we call them pizza huts. I don't think that's what he <laughs> meant. Pizza houses. <laughs> he didn't have time. He says, I'm so I'm bummed out. I don't get to go to any of the pizza houses here. Do you have many in Chicago? I just wish I would have known and I could have brought him like a little tiny Pequods. Yeah. And then when he uh, left the show, we were outside waiting uh, to get our uh, lift mm-hmm. and he came out no jacket on, and it was snowing out, and he was so cold out. And you get guys like Trevor Lee who are like, "Why the fuck do you guys live here?" And then Aido just comes out with no shirt on, or no no jacket on, yeah, uh, and then just leaves, disappears with Lockport Joe, and then Joe. Uh, uh, wrote me later, and he said that he dropped off Naito, uh at his hotel, and. As he drove away, he noticed that Naito was just standing there waving the whole time. What did he say? It was like Forrest it was Gump like on, Forrest on the Gump boat. On the boat, and he sent a photo of Forrest waving to Bubba <laughs> on the boat. What a great like yeah last moment. Yeah, and he goes, he goes literally. I just kept looking in the window, being like looking in the rear view, thinking, all right, he's gonna go in now. And he's like, he just kept waving till I was gone. <laughs> 
What a deal. I just, oh, Naida's wonderful. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun wrestling weekend. Uh, we went to check out Freelance on Friday night. They yes. had to reschedule the show because of a big old snowstorm. And it was fun because we were in Logan both nights, but their setups are different. So yeah, we got cool. to kind of like see see the Freelance vibe and see the AW vibe. Yeah. Uh, in the same weekend, back to back. Yeah, we got to see Ethan we get and to see Space Ethan. Monkey. I got to tell you Cannon. something. What? Ethan uh, both showed us pictures of his brand new baby daughter yes. and also posted uh, on Instagram. She has... A head of hair fuller than your beard. Okay. And is so wide awake. I've never uh, seen a baby this new this wide awake. And woke ass baby. What a freaking woke ass baby. Uh gosh, just congrats to them again, because what a what a life. Now we just need a little space monkey baby. Oh wow. That would be adorable. <laughs> I know, can you imagine? I wonder what that baby thinks when it sees Space Monkey. Probably yeah. her, her eyes probably just light up. Unky unky monkey. Unky monkey. <laughs> space unky? <laughs> uh, pretty funny, guys. Can I? Uh, uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, Nathan reclaiming from Nathan's, my time. Nathan's hey, wrestling view is everybody. just sidled up here. Hey, you better take note of when you showed up here. You always tell people to only listen to your part of the podcast. Emily, if you're listening, please take notes. I'm starting at 39 minutes and 20 seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nathan's wrestling review. <laughs> what do you want, Emily? Just email your timestamps to your Juno address? Yeah. Ladies and Are you done? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nathan's wrestling review. No, uh, I'm not done. I want to oh, make you do the intro one loud. more time. <laughs> Ladies Two, and gentlemen. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're being so mean. <laughs> Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I just, I've already lost my steam takes a lot if that is what makes you lose your steam then you need to be stronger in podcasting ladies and gentlemen it's me nathan from nathan's wrestling review it's my turn to take over this podcast and to, to make it something that you enjoy listening to on the on whenever you listen to a podcast that didn't feel that didn't feel very smooth it's probably my fault can we rewind and start over yeah here let me just Okay, every, all that was deleted. Right, I don't and want any of that on here so far. Okay, cool. Starting now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Nathan, from Nathan's Wrestling Review, the hottest uh, f- five or six minutes of podcasting on the po- on the iTunes network. <laughs> MLW Radio Network. Yeah. Anyway, I was at Freelance, uh, liked it. Uh, yeah, we were there. Yeah, I saw you guys. Hey, what'd you think of uh, Eric Cannon kind of having a moment where he came over and hugged Marty in the middle of the match? Funny, funny you mention that because I tried to get a, a one-on-one interview with Eric Cannon and uh, it wasn't as fun. <laughs> would you like to hear it? Absolutely, I would like to hear it. Hold on, let me get my Nokia. Marty, do you think uh, you and I should do more like backstage interviews with the wrestlers or do you think that'd be gauche? I, don't know, I think there a lot of times it's like, especially after a match, they just like want to get dressed and get some food or something or yeah. sell some of their merchandise. Nathan, a lot of times when I see you, these wrestlers have lines and they want to sell their blocking, merchandise. Like, you managed, Nathan, to stand in between uh, both Ethan and Space Monkey well, for like they a were while. At a table together. Yeah, but like people are trying to buy stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to do an interview, which will help their careers in the long run. So, oh, $20 for a t-shirt or thousands of people hearing <laughs> me interview you on my podcast. <laughs> I guess you'll have to just think about – you ever hear the expression that you have to spend money to make money? Yeah, I've heard that. Okay, well, there it is. Now let me take you to my one-on-one interview with the anarchist Eric Cannon. Hold on. God damn it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm at Freelance Wrestling, and I'm here with the official PBR Pro Wrestler, the anarchist, Eric Cannon. Eric, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. Freelance is a lot of fun. Uh, I love Chicago. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, any chance you and I can grab a uh, PBR after the show? Uh, I mean, you could maybe buy me one. Oh, uh, trying to get an autograph. Okay, anyway. Uh, well, I mean, I, I could do that. I... So at this point, some guy was had like an 8x10, and he wanted to get an autograph. And I was like, he's like, oh, like coming over my shoulder. I'm like, you gotta give me a second here. Okay, all right. Thanks I, for the pop up video. No worries. I hope we go back to you then. I suppose, but uh, I just, I, I, you know, I thought you're, if you're sponsored by that, don't you get free beers? I mean, I might, but I, I mean, I'm not trying to get you one. Well, um, okay, it'd be nice to do that, but whatever. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, 2018 oh, is. I, I am being nice. I'm, I'm doing this interview. Well, no, I appreciate it. I mean, I, you're I, welcome. I, I am going to get your, your voice out to thousands of wrestling fans. Oh, gee, thanks. Uh, but anyway. Rude. Uh, uh, let me think of, uh, hold on, i got to check my notes. I have questions for you. Is this your first interview? No, it's my, this is my, I've done multiple interviews tonight. Double rude. Yeah. Well, you don't seem very prepared. I've, uh, I've been a subscriber to the Wrestling, wrestling Observer for a decade, What's over a name, decade. Nick? Nathan. Oh, Nathan. Yes, Nathan. Got it. Don't act, don't act, okay. We got off on the wrong foot. Let's just, let's forget any heat that uh, the boys might say we have. And uh, heat meeting. Uh, it's, it's Nathan, right? Yes. Uh, hey, man, it was a good time, but I think this interview's over. Okay, well, it didn't even really get started, but if that's how you're going to be. Okay. That's that's exactly how I'm going to be. Okay, well. Tell tell, uh, tell your 12 listeners to follow me on Twitter, and I also have t-shirts and stuff. That'd be awesome. Okay. Okay, thanks. There we go. Bye. All right, well, Eric Cannon. Uh, not endearing himself to the wrestling community, but, you know, they can't all be winners here. And uh, there'll be a day where he'll probably regret crossing paths with me and shortchanging me in this interview. All right, I'm going. Anyway, that's it for uh, Nathan Brown from uh, Nathan's Wrestling Review from Freelance Wrestling. Anyway, then that lady starts yelling at me. I don't know you, lady. How do you feel that that went, the interview? Um, I really didn't get to answer a, a whole lot of my questions. Um, Sometimes I it's wonder. An I'm sorry, I'm still talking. Uh, <laughs> it's the anniversary, the the anniversary of Wrestling Society X, and Eric Cannon was on that show. I wanted to get some questions, his thoughts about that. Could we possibly see a reboot? Um, but uh, why didn't you like have the questions ready? Like either write them on your hand or like have a little note card when you start the interview. Well, you here, Sarah. Something you should know about being a journalist: you never know when a story is gonna uh, come face to face with you. Mm -hmm. uh, I was, I was. It was intermission, and uh, Eric was getting ready to go to his table to sell his merchandise. So I thought, so what a great way to him? cut him off. Well, but if I, if I see him, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in the, you know, get in there and, and uh, get some interviews. I don't know if you know how reporting works. You ever Did watch you TMZ? <laughs> do you ever watch TMZ? No. Do you ever do you do this with other celebrities or just wrestlers? Um, most of the time it's just wrestling. But if I ever do see uh, like a, a Hollywood star, mm -hmm. perhaps um, I will sort of talk to them. Sometimes I, at a point, I thought about stockpiling some interviews with celebrities if I wanted to do like Nathan's Celebrity Corner. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw David Schwimmer at a Dominic's one time here in Chicago. <laughs> And uh, he just booked. He knew I was coming because I had my phone out. And I said, David! David! And then he ran away. And I went, You like, know Vince Vaughn's here a lot. Vince Vaughn is here quite a bit, too. So, I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99. I would like to get some questions about that. What would you ask him? Uh, 
I don't know. So you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, I'd but have to you, do some that research. sometimes the story finds you. Vince Vaughn, well, what was it like making Brawl and Cell Block? Died, died. Like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, I don't know, man. It was pretty good. I I got to get out of here. Yeah, well, cool. I, I mean, if you're going somewhere, I can go with you and do an interview in your car <laughs> while you're driving. And then just drop me off close to my house or to a, a train or a bus stop. Uh, no, man. I'm, I'm good. Oh, well, okay. Well, then let me just ask you a couple of questions about oh, okay. Brawl and Cell Block 99. It was a bit of a departure from your more comedic roles. This interview's over. Ah! Yeah, right. He'd want to talk forever. Yeah, he probably would. Because he'd know, like, this guy's good. Um, and I do good. Do you like wrestling? Who who do you like in wrestling? I talk to him like that. I'd kind of be like, I could turn you on to some cool stuff. Yeah, you guys would probably become best friends. Anyway, uh, disrespected by Eric Cannon, but not to be outdone, I talked to your friend, uh, All Ego, and boy, did he earn that one to uh, freelance on Friday night. If all of your interviews kind of have this like tude to them, do you think maybe the problem could be a little bit you and not so much the wrestlers? No, have you I, ever had a good interview with a wrestler? Oh yeah, I've had some good ones. I've like had who? some good ones. Well, How come we never hear those? Um, they were on my old podcast before you met us. Yeah, you can't access that anymore. Um, no, I can't find them. I interviewed Kurt Angle, <laughs> The Rock, Stone Cold. <laughs> no, you didn't, John Cena. Oh yeah, yeah, my old show, and they all went awesome. Yeah, and I had them all on my computer, but then my dang computer fell in the bathtub when I was trying to watch. Uh, some uh, I was trying to watch uh, uh, a TNA pay per view, and then it all it got all messed up. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, speaking of TNA, oh no, Impact! I'm so sorry, Ethan Page. Hold on, I charge my phone. Dang it! There's a charger over there. You can plug it in. I don't think you have a charger for this phone. What kind of phone is that? Nokia. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Nathan from Nathan's Wrestling Review. I'm the scene right now of Freelance Wrestling at the Logan Square Auditorium. I'm here right now with my guest, All Ego, Ethan Page. Ethan, how are you doing tonight? You know, I only told you to do this for two minutes. You wasted 30 seconds with that stupid intro, so can we... Well, I, I gotta do my intro so people know it's me, because I just read time on this podcast. Well, you might as well tell them your Twitter, your Facebook. I'm sure you already have a pro wrestling tease, even though you're not a pro wrestler, but go ahead. I don't have, I don't have no followers yet, but I'm trying to... If you know somebody there, because you have a certain thing, you can tell them to give me a store. Ethan, can I get a shirt? Uh, yeah, hold on one second. I'm not, no, no, hold on. I'm doing an interview right now. Please wait. You haven't even asked me one question. You, you are not doing an interview. I'm trying to sell merchandise. So you're wrestling here, oh, and then you, you also wrestle uh, in, in TNA. And it's, not, it's not called that. Oh, Impact Wrestling. I'm so sorry. Thank you. And uh, when, when you're there, you're Chandler Park. Yep. But when you're here, you're Ethan Page. Yep. And when you're anywhere, you're still nobody, so... Well, that's a that's, that's monkey. That's a All right, now you're you're here with Space Monkey. Yeah, not by choice. All right, why? What is? Well, hi, a Nathan. Hi. Okay, I mean, I don't have a lot to work with if you're just gonna talk like a monkey. Monkey is monkey. All right, again, I don't like. Uh, I'm gonna talk to him, and then I can talk to you. This is like you're confusing me a little bit. Are you gonna buy anything, or are you just gonna? I will buy something if you just give me two seconds. Uh, anyway, uh, what, what can people expect? Is your wallet Velcro? Yeah, it's Velcro. It's not a problem. That way I don't lose any of my money. Okay. Hey, do you not take money out of a Velcro wallet? I'll take money from any facet of your body right now. Okay, jeez. Okay. So, anyway, uh, I just I just want to know, what, what can people expect out of Ethan Page in 2018? Well, you said I'm on Impact Wrestling. You called it TNA. You got that wrong. But you can expect to see me more in Impact Wrestling. And you can expect me to end this interview right now. You heard it here first. 
Ethan Page, big things happening in TNA Wrestling and all over the world. Impact, Impact Wrestling. I'm sorry. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, you're causing a scene. Don't be ridiculous. And Space Monkey, it was nice to meet you. Uh, I hope uh, all the best. Next time, bring banana. Okay, a banana. Oh, yeah, okay, because you're a monkey, I'll bring you a banana. Okay. Wrestling's changed, you know. In the old days, guys wanted you to bring them pills and stuff, and, and now they want you to bring them bananas. This business has changed. I, I tell you, uh, that was a little uh, joke for the, the for my buddy Ken out there. All right, uh, everybody, it's been Nathan from Nathan's Wrestling Review. So long. Hold on, I gotta, hold on, don't talk. I have to hit stop on here. I don't know how to do this. Hold on. You were rude to me, by the way. Okay, so that was my two-on-one interview. Why didn't with... you stop it before the the part where you did the where you said, "Hold on, I have to stop it." You could have just stopped it right here manually. Well, it's all it's time on my on the thing. Right, but it was you saying that you needed to stop it. Okay, edit it later. I don't know what to tell you, Sarah. You're all up in my nutsack this week. Ew, Nathan. Not fun. Yeah, it's not fun to hear you say "all up in my nutsack." Anyway, may I proceed? I guess. Time's ticking. All right. Yeah. Anyway, you're in your you're you, you used up your data this week. You're on double time right now. Anyway, this is where I would normally do my tip of the hat of the week, but I'm not doing it this week. I'm doing my uh, angry tip of the hat of the week to this little kid called the little Funker. This little kid. <laughs> Wait, what's your angry tip of the hat of the week? Shouldn't it have a different name. Uh, my my what is it called when you uh well a tip it's still tipping your hat. Yeah. What about my like uh what's this move when you like hit your arm and you know like my slap of the forearm of the week or something uh yeah my okay. flip of the midi fingy my angry uh tip of the head of the week great this week name goes this little kid called the little funker mm-hmm. and he's in his backyard challenging me to a fight yeah i gotta fight a little kid oh it'll be two it'll be over in two seconds yeah two, you, two you, hits me hitting him me me hitting him then him hitting the ground i don't know about that than him hitting uh hitting nine one one. I think you're scared that uh Lil Funker might kick your ass, dude. He was punching a little hard on that punching bag. Yeah. Well who gives their psycho kid a punching bag to punch in the backyard? I don't know, people who want their kids to be wrestlers. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. I you scared? I haven't been in a in a in a fist fight since uh in the old uh, uh since I went and saw ECW back in the day. <laughs> At the Odium. Yeah. Villa Park. Who'd you fight? Some some dingus spilled his beer on me when Sandman came out. I said, that ain't going to fly with me, dude. I pushed him. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying that you will or you won't fight Lil Funker? <sighs> Challenge accepted. What do you want to do it? Okay. Get a waiver from your dad first. Oh, God. Hate you, Wes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'll fight your dad after you, Lil Funker. Whoa. But for real, I can't fight kids. I'll yeah. never get an iTunes. They'll never let me if I got a, a record for fighting a kid. Yeah. Just tell him to chill out. I don't know what his deal is with me. Sorry I'm in the wrestling business and you're not, kid. He's in the wrestling business a little bit more than you are, I think. Oh, uh, beg to differ. Yeah. Well, he's making more cash than you are. Who does he know? Hmm? Who does he know? Oh, everybody. Britt yeah. Baker, Adam Cole. Oh, shit. Yeah. Can you get me uh, some contacts? You have to ask him after your fight. All right, kid. If you can still talk. All right, kid. Here's the deal. You and your dad, Wes, against me and my friend, Ken. <laughs> oh, no. Tag team action. <laughs> Sign it for WrestleCon. All right. Pancakes and pile drivers. 
a tag match people will actually want to see. Hey! Uh, That's been my time. I've been Nathan for Nathan's Wrestling Review. Oh, bye, Jesus, Nathan. Nathan. That was a long one. He's trying to take your uh, pancakes and pile drivers away, my love. Well, he's I not. mean, my podcast partner. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah! What if we didn't tell people we were dating and you said that? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, good one. Oh, man. Shocky. Uh, Sarah, I don't know about you, but I was very, very, very surprised to see that uh, one Jeff Jarrett is going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. And I asked to you, I asked unto you, yes. why is that surprising? And I told you, here's why. And that leads us to this segment on the show called... All right, cowboys and cowgirls, it's time to go into Sarah's special little corner of the wrestling world, Sarah's old school wrestling corner. It does make me feel special to have my own corner where I learn things about wrestling in days gone by. Your very own moment to shine. So this was in 1999, yes, which was the year that I went to track camp, okay, which I hated, okay, and I moved to Michigan and I had no friends and. I would have loved wrestling. Did you know who China was? Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Will Ferrell used to play her on SNL. Oh no, he did. Don't you remember that? No. He would play her like this. Oh, it was no. kind of offensive. Um, did Jim Carrey back in the In Living Color days used to play um, a female bodybuilder? And there was some people used to make some China jokes about that. Would what would you think when kids would do like suck it and stuff, like crotch chops in school? You, you know like, how like if you don't have a reference to something, it just kind of like passes through your brain. Yeah, I think that's what happened a lot. Interesting. So yeah, you asked. I'm of, telling you, my introduction to the Rock was the Scorpion. I know game. you were like this Rock guy is something else. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this makes me feel weird. <laughs> um, you asked why Jeff Jarrett getting into the WWE mm-hmm. Hall of Fame was such a big deal, and I told you the story. About how Jeff Jarrett was the Intercontinental Champion, mm-hmm. uh, unbeknownst to Jim Ross, the head of uh, talent relations in WWE, his contract had expired. Did Jr. not have like a like an assistant? Like my position at work is basically I like keep shit organized for yes. people, and that would be something that I would need to be like on top of. Is like, hey, do you have a calendar of when everybody's you know stuff yeah, expires? It's and- wild. Um, I've heard him talk about it in the past, and it was just one of those things where they were so busy, everybody was probably way overworked, and it just slipped past them. I'll tell you something about that. What? When I was three years old, uh, we were in the process of moving houses. We moved a lot when okay. I was a kid. My mom just did it. It didn't cross her mind to potty train me, and then we got to a store. And I looked at the diapers and I said, I really prefer loves better than pampers. And my mom was like, we should potty train her. It's been. Oh, no. Yeah. You know the brands. You can't verbally say that you have a preference of. I really like loves better than pampers. Well, interesting. What was it about loves that you liked so much better than pampers? Loves had boy and girl differently designed diapers. Okay. And I thought if it was a girl designed diaper, it must be for me. Well, that was very interesting. For me, a small girl. And the packaging was blue or like magenta. Sure. You know. So uh, Jeff Jarrett 
wrestles China at the No Mercy pay-per-view. So there's build-up for weeks for this. Building it up for... Good housekeeping match. Months. They'd wrestled at the earlier pay-per-view. I saw the build-up. You showed me it. And uh, did a whole bunch of stuff. Lawler's uh, ex, the cat, was uh, Jarrett's sidekick at the time. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find someone of any type of person in the world that doesn't feel a little bit sexually something about China, even if it's confusing. Yeah. Like, there's something about China where you're just like, whoa. This was her at her... Um, physical peak? Physical peak. Oh, my God. Like, her, the shape of her butt. Yeah. She's got, like... Like, she's <laughs> strong enough for a man, but made for me. <laughs> Big old fake boobies. Big old fake... Like, light years apart fake yeah. boobies. And then this butt is just, like... Do you remember, I don't know if you would have this reference, when they drew Squidward as handsome Squidward on Spongebob? I didn't. I, it I, reminds I, me of China's butt. Interesting. <laughs> There's some melanges popping for that. Okay. Okay. Some of you millennials out there. Um, yeah. No, it was It was definitely interesting. And then there was that hype. Who was the cat? Uh, Lawler's ex. So, Stacy. But she became uh china's little friend her little slave her little slave yeah, yeah. um in 2018 the term is friend yes <laughs> yes uh that picture was bonkers there were some interesting ones on the google search yeah um so basically jeff jarrett held vince up for a little money he was like hey i got this money coming to me mm-hmm. um and i want to know that i'm getting it for sure so i need that money wired into my account and when my wife gets it uh, at our bank because again this is before like the internet was really so do you think online. he just made his wife go to the bank and stand around i don't know what happened something like faxed they had to have something faxed or whatever from what i recall mm-hmm. and then once that happened he's like all right i'll put her over and then they had the good housekeeping match which had items from the house all around ringside items from the house such as a guitar a kielbasa sausage yeah wink, a, wink. a bunch of pies made out of baby powder <laughs> you know it was the 90s the late 90s uh because a kid in the front row had a sign that just said chris king is gay yeah classic attitude era homophobic I thought you were gonna signs say, i thought you were gonna say you knew it was the 90s because tub thumping kept playing <laughs> oh my god i know every time someone would get up again they'd oh, get knocked out right um the match itself was just kind of silly. Jarrett went to WCW right after that. Yeah, it was a lot of like, uh, ooey gooey, let's make a vague batter and throw it at each other. Yeah, and then uh, Jeff Jarrett, what did you think of the, the so he used the guitar on China. Mm-hmm. No, no, the Intercontinental title on China. Oh, and then they were like, and you can't use the title. Teddy Long was like, that's not a household item. So they restarted the match. <laughs> and then you argued that is a guitar a household item? Like, I mean, I guess. it becomes everything. When you're doing like a good, good housekeeping match, it was like kitchen items. But then I guess they extended it to like, well, a guitar could be in a house. Yeah. Well, you ever been to a party and somebody gets sure. out the guitar? More people have guitars at their house than Intercontinental titles. That's true. So it Unless was Miz. Musher the Miz. <laughs> the Miz has all intercontinental titles all mm-hmm. over his house. Um, those are his uh, knobs on his cabinets. They're little replica <laughs> intercontinental titles. All of his um, Amazon dash buttons are intercontinental yeah. titles. And then you had he a, just orders more titles yeah. and he pushes them. You had a fun little thing, too, because when I hit play, uh, it was the end of the New Age Outlaws versus the Hollies. <laughs> and you saw Billy Gunn. And what were your what were your thoughts on Billy Gunn? Okay. Billy Gunn has this crispy ass like if somebody trimmed down Dolph's hair back from before before yeah. it was yes. a little brunetti if someone like thinned it out you have that he's wearing that 
90s ass choker that all of us girls uh-huh. wore that everyone said it looked like a tattoo but it like yep. totally looked like dental that floss black plastic kind yeah, of like yeah, barbed yeah. wire you know what i gotta tell you i like when girls wear it okay but when a guy wears it it's kind of like oh and maybe yeah. that's sexist of me and i apologize <laughs> i don't think uh, he's, he's wearing these like neon ass pants with like a visible thong underneath yeah he had some uh tr- some tr- short trunks shorts short trunkish tights. i like the see-through one. and see-through then he had a black thong on. and a black thong it looked like the type of guy who would like go to the bank on a saturday and want you to comment on his outfit but you're just like the bank teller and you're like i just want to get to where i can leave uh-huh. i'm already working on a saturday yeah billy Billy, Billy William, <laughs> William Gunn, William Gunnifer. Yeah, yeah. So, but was, I was really glad to know. I love that. I think when I first was getting into wrestling, there was a pressure for me to be like, I don't know anything. I'm yeah. so far behind. But now that I've like you know been around a little while, every now and then I stumble upon these patches where I'm like, oh, I don't know this, and and I'm not learning everything at once, mm-hmm. so I can really like dig into these little corners. Yeah, it was very interesting, and I guess a lot of people are saying, um, I mean, there's the thing with the W Hall of Fame is kind of silly because it's like there's so many great wrestlers who are not in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of wrestlers who have passed away. China who, should be in it. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of wrestlers who have passed away and they're kind of like, man, we don't want a lot of dead, like we don't want to bum people out with like dead people. And they obviously they want a variety of people and stuff like that. So the hall Mm -hmm. of fame is kind of like, it's kind of like whatever it is. Yeah. It's people who are in their good graces. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Is he going in the celebrity wing? Probably. Oh, okay. And then. I mean, there's like, I feel like they, if they looked harder, they could find more celebrities that like wrestling. But yeah. I feel like they keep being like, and Jimmy Fallon and Mojo Raleigh's friend. Yeah. You're like, well, there's other people out there. Bobby Moynihan. Sarah. Oh, my God. I am in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, I know I went you in are. a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Andre the Giant's me. ghost is here. The ghost of Andre the Giant. <laughs> Do you ever fuck with Ouija boards when people are trying to summon ghosts? Uh, those are my coasters. <laughs> I put down my big bills <laughs> on the Ouija boards. Seriously, don't fuck with Ouija boards. <laughs> Why not? It's like getting an annoying phone call in the middle of the night. You oh, know? really? You guys don't like yeah, it? Yeah, when you summons us, you know, we are sometimes we are watching movies. We are what are su- you watching? Uh, what can you watch in heaven, the afterlife? Uh, the movie Ghost runs t- uh, 24 hours a day. Patrick Swayze? Patrick Swayze. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yes, he's killing it up here. That's great. Everybody loves him. So would that also mean oh, I'm that- sorry, I'm trapped. I'm not in heaven. I'm trapped here. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, in your building. You're right, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, when we potentially move... Hey, just tell me where. Uh, you follow? I'll, and I'll be there. <laughs> just get a Ouija board and summon me, baby, and I'll be there. I'll be there. Just grab a Ouija board and slide that little thing around it and I'll be there. If you should ever find some place new. And you need me to haunt that shit too. (laughs) Just call my name and I'll be there. I can't wait to see you at our show with My Neighbors Are Dead. Oh, Maddie forgot to announce that uh, at the beginning of the show that you guys are doing a show at the Beat Kitchen and in Chicago. And we've told people, but now yes. it's, you know, really get your tickets. It's official. Because we're a month away. It's official, everybody. We are and a month away. There. I'll summon you there. That's right. At the Beat Kitchen. That's right. So please be there. My party will make its debut. 
Yeah. Yeah, it'll be very fun. I'm excited. I'm so excited, too. I'm excited, sir. And maybe next time when you do an old school wrestling review, you watch another one of my matches. I would love to. All right, I got to get out I of I want to hear whatever you said when you won the championship. No, see, I'll know this title, the Demian Dolamante de Biazzi. <laughs> All right, I got to get the fuck out of here. Bye. All right, there goes the ghost of Andre the Giant. <laughs> Sarah, this podcast is flying along. I can't it's, even believe it. It's at a clip. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do one more thing and get out of here. Let's, uh, let's, let's throw it to our bud, Kevin Aldridge. Wrestling confessions. Holy fudge, pack my pants are stretching. It's time for Marty and Sarah Wrestling confessions for me. All right, Sarah, what are you laughing about? Because you know what you've done. Marty took his hand and put it at the bottom of DJ's little mouth and made her mouth and the buddies. And while she did it, she stretched her leg out really funny. Yeah, she's sleeping right now. So, All right, Sarah, I got a little little wrestling confession. Wrestling confessionally? Confessionally's like. no Besley. What's that? Nothing. I, Conf- just, I got real into a wordplay trap. Yeah. Oh, uh, tell people how some of our Australian friends uh, have now gotten their hands on uh, Chrisley Knows Best. Oh, yeah. So Susanna and a couple yes. other people, and I think England, too, uh, they've added to the international... Um, Netflix cues a real taste of the best of American culture with Chris Lee knows best on Netflix, and I think Susanna was like, "I, I watched a couple minutes of it. I'm good." Yeah, sure. You don't have to watch this. Uh, I'm good. You know, sometimes though, if you leave Chris Lee knows best on, boy, you can just accidentally get through about three episodes. That is very very true. All right, so here we go with a little wrestling confession. Um. <clears throat> I've been meaning to write you guys for a while now, but I've somehow missed your contact information every single episode, and who has the time to go back, really? I'm not sure how my confessionals stack up with some of the others that you get, but I figured I'd, uh, I might as well tell you about it anyway. Apologies in advance for my long-windedness. I fucking love commas. Starting off as, as good buddies do with a gentle apology that doesn't need to be there. That's right. When I was eight years old, I moved to a small town in central Ohio from Newark, New Jersey. Luckily... I was a huge I was huge into wrestling and so was the neighbor kid so we became fast friends. We quickly we quickly became best friends over our shared love for Bret the Hitman Hart and our hatred for Shawn Michaels. My parents were not wrestling fans, but they let me go over to his house on Monday nights to watch Raw and on Sundays when his parents would order the pay-per-views for him and his brothers. That must have been so fun. How cool would that be? That was until November 1997 when he was grounded and we couldn't watch what we were sure was going to be the biggest night of Brett's career, oh, the Survivor Series. What did he do to get grounded? This is true. This was like the not this was not the one you wanted your buddy to get fucking grounded for. Oh god. I was Where were you? At home? No, I was at my buddy Mark's house watching mm-hmm. him. I was quote, I was all caps devastated. I wouldn't get to see my hero finally triumphant over that good for nothing punk Shawn Michaels. Then, out of nowhere, like a well placed RKO, I was saved. My dad agreed to buy me the event at our house. 
Oh, no. I don't remember much of the oh, event. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't remember much of the event as 1997 was a long time ago, and I sustained a few concussions in my early 20s. But I do remember being on edge all night, afraid my dad would see Steve Austin and things that wasn't for kids, afraid he would see DX and not want me imitating them. <laughs> Worst of all, my homophobic 90s dad might see gold dust. <laughs> that would have. That would have been the end of it right there. But none of that seemed to offend him, and we got to the main event without any problems. Oh, no. Then it happened. Vince McMahon crushed my dreams for the first and certainly not the last time. He screwed Brett. How could he do this to him? How could he do this to us? I exploded in tears and did the only thing I could do. I ran out the front door and started towards the neighbor's house. Oh, no. But it was late November in Ohio, so instead I fell on the ice and cut my head open. Oh, dude. On oh, the gravel no. driveway. Oh, no. What a poor, sweet boy. I got 22 stitches in the back of my head. Oh, no. If he would have just chilled out. <laughs> and I also got banned from watching wrestling yeah, ever again. Yeah, I saw that coming. Luckily, my dad became a fan that night, so the band didn't last and we got to take in the highs and lows of Steve Austin and the Attitude Era oh, together. Oh, the grounding led to a father-son bond. I love it. I suck at concluding things, but I'll try. You guys make a kick-ass show, and I look forward to listening to it every single week. Hope you guys keep it up for a very long time. Your buddy, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. What a deal. Oh, that's amazing. You know what? It just goes to show if everything doesn't go as planned, sometimes better things can come out of it. I love that idea, though, of him being like, oh, shit, my dad's going to watch us and be like, what the fuck have you been watching? And then his dad is like into it. And then but what went, a good time to get I know. into it. Ooh, I know. Man. Yeah. Your dad, your dad came along at a pretty good time. <sighs> I love that. What an episode. What an episode indeed, Martin. Helen. I've come out of my mansion because people are saying... People are saying that Fergie sang the national anthem and it sounded like yours truly. They are saying that. Well, let me tell you something. I have more training and more sense than to sing a jazzified version of And I know she did her best. Yeah. And I know Charles Barkley tried to dunk on her oh, I know. multiple times. Shaq wasn't having Shaquille it. Shaquille O'Neal said, leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. That's my Shaq. Leave her alone. As, oh, I know I'm not good at impressions. I'm sorry. You're, you're trying your best. Yeah, and thanks. That's wonderful. But I figured because everyone is now has it in their head that I'm somewhat like Fergie in this way. Oh, for sure. That I would sing everyone a little lullaby. Okay. Normally I know you go to bed, but I'm feeling this. Oh, boy. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. Wake me up inside. Call my name and save me from the dark. Bid my blood to run on Monday Night Raw before the future comes on SmackDown on Tuesday. Save me from the nothing I've become. Bring me to life. Thank you, everyone. Sleep good tonight. Be good to your friends and better to your family. Good night, buddies. Good night, Martin. Good night, Helen. This is the MLW Radio Network.